research everything and take hours going down the Google hole, <laughs> which is also a very sexual move. Um, <laughs> a Google hole. We'll define it in our uh, book. That, that's soon to come, the definition of that. So uh, Fuckboy is a guy that basically sleeps around with a lot of women with no intention of ever forming a relationship with her and can be a bit rude about it, a womanizer, if you will. A womanizer, womanizer. I, I definitely think F-boy means he fucks with your emotions like exactly <laughs> manipulative yeah. womanizer yeah yeah it seems like um they figure out the type of person that they can snag onto and say like hey i like you so much whatever they gotta say to like keep you around their little finger but they have no intention of actually moving forward into a real relationship i mean we know about casual sex We've talked about it. You've heard of it. Maybe you've even done it yourself. But this is the kind of person that kind of leads you to believe that there's more going on that, than it actually is going on and has no qualms about hurting your feelings or basically um, is kind of sociopathic in, in some of the behaviors. It's like, you're not the person that I'm going to be with, so I'm going to treat you kind of badly because you'll let me. And I think also just basically using horrible manipulation skills to get what you want and then get out. Horrible so, manipulation. Yeah. I doing the whole. Um, good manipulation skills. <laughs> no, they're horrible. They're bad. You remember? Naughty, naughty. What was that book? Um, and that whole thing, the oh, yeah, pickup artist. Yeah, yeah. That whole thing of um, putting the girl down. What was that oh, called? Negging. Negging. Negative talk. To make a woman uh, feel, feel like, bad feel about like, herself oh, and needs you. My hair, it's weird to you. Ah! Oh my god, I want to suck your penis. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we're evolving. Women evolve pretty quickly, so mm-hmm. we aren't falling for that anymore. So or you, are we? Your hair looks great. <laughs> <laughs> casual sex. Nope, me That neither. does not lead to a relationship. That's fine. Just be straightforward about it. I know if you listen to the show, you hear us say it a lot. It's basically like a lot of communication. Like I, I, I felt that I've been open to that as well, but it's been like very much like, hey, listen, here's what's going on. When you're not around, somebody else might be around. <laughs> hey, I might be a king cockroach. I might be a king cockroach. Well, the cockroaching is like the F-boy, F-girl. It is, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, which you weren't. I don't think you were a cockroach. I think you just were no. like dating. I just was New York dating. But it sounds really funny if you were a cockroach. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's like, it sounds 
sounds like you're like kind of heartless, which I know it's not, I mean, it's not good to reward that, but it's funny. There probably so nice. was some heartlessness in it, I to think, be honest. I think the reality is, right, like until you find the person that you really connect with, like there can be kind of, there's um, mis, mismatched emotions, right? We've all had the scenario where we're the person who's not getting what we want, and we've also, hopefully not a lot, but maybe been the person who doesn't give doesn't care as much as the person that we're hanging out with. Yeah. Um, and it's hard. It's hard to find that balance. But I, t- for me personally, what's frustrating is uh, whenever, well, at least what I've experienced as frustrating is when somebody's like, hey, this is super casual. And, uh, or no, sorry. Hey, this is not casual. <laughs> I'm going to marry you. Yeah, I love you. I'm like, no, and I'm very monogamous with you. And then, all the, then it becomes cheating of like, oh, wait, I thought... I thought this was one thing. You you told yeah. me this was one thing. And then what you're actually doing is not that thing. Yeah. You are tricking me. You bait and switched me and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But if it's, but if it is like, hey, this is very casual. We're just like doing this thing. It's like, oh yeah, I understand that. Now I know that I need to be, keep on looking for my one true love. I wonder, so I'm curious and I'm going to ask him mm. if being a reformed fuck boy <laughs> makes you a better lover because you've, <laughs> you've gone down that path, you know, and you've also slept with a lot of people. So have you really found out, and you slept with a lot of people selfish, selfishly. Mm. So did you find out what you like, what you don't like, and now you can take that. Not that I encourage any fuck boy to go be a fuck boy. Yeah, we're not but encouraging the behavior. I could see where maybe that and learning from your mistakes has made you a better lover. <laughs> so maybe a reformed fuckboy would be a great buddy to find. I mean, or do you like think of yourself so highly that you don't know? I mean, we're really never going to know if he's a good lover unless we start interviewing the people that he's made love to. And I find that that's always different. Like everyone has different experiences. Actually, we were together and we were talking about, it was my bachelorette party and we were talking about nipple biting. <laughs> I remember thinking I, I, I had a very and truly I thought this was the truth I thought this was the gospel I was like this, whatever porno told men to bite a nipple really led them wrong because I think it's awful I think it's painful I do not want my nipples nibbled on no nibble nips no and I was nips. in the same camp until <laughs> I somehow accidentally got in the other camp that uh, nipple biting is great and wonderful. Oh, there were two camps in the bachelorette party. They were like, can't bite me, can't don't bite me. And we, we, not neither of the two shall meet. We could not understand the other person's perspective. You're saying you've been on both sides? I've been on both sides. Oh, okay. So Kirsten was a middleman, but I did not see you. That just way. have not had your nipple bit the right way. No. Just got to get that nipple no. bit correctly. Don't try it on me. Please leave them I alone. Mean, I don't want, I don't want, like, raw, aching bra. <laughs> like, like, it's I like, mean, not that hard, Jesus. Like, yeah. Ow, ee, ow, ooh, ow, ee. Yeah, like that. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, so what happened last night? I let him nibble my nips, and they are raw, and they Now I can't wear shirts. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm a nudist. <laughs> Simple progression. Uh, Natural progression. All right. Shall we get this guest in here? Yes. Let's bring in Matthew Horn and learn about this former F-boy mm-hmm. and how you can find one of your own. And if, if you, you even want it. to. <laughs> yeah. 
former <laughs> or one that is not former but Correct. in the present. <laughs> Who knows what you're after? We're going to try to find as much about it as we can and get you that information. Always bringing you the most unprofessional advice. Unprofessional advice as quick as we can. <laughs> oh wait, you got to get the frame yeah. right again. Yeah, um, make it beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to be a the DP for this. It's not yeah. what you're thinking. This is, is. Like, <laughs> this is like... There's a two of us and you're the DP. That's what's wild. Uh, well, that's how many dogs well, he's got. So there, there is a guy that has two penises. Wow. And they're both like very large. Wow. Oh. I need to... Co- does he do porn? Yeah, does he do podcasts? Uh, I don't know if he does. But he, he might, I mean podcasts. Yeah, I think there's like a book. Like he does own a book. Or like anyway, they're both very big. And they apparently <laughs> operate... Like independently of one another, like one. I don't know if one can get erect and one can or not. But anyway, yours is not on topic at all. Okay, this is Matthew Horn, and you are here to talk about being a former F boy, which isn't well, necessarily a nice thing. Recovering. 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 Yeah. Okay, so that's even more like honest. It. Yeah. Okay. First of all, let's. What does a fuck boy mean to you? When you use the term, yeah. What does that mean? Um, I mean, it's it's a it's a guy who is constantly trying to have sex. Mostly with like if he's a, if he's a cis hat guy, you know, like it's a guy that's constantly like trying to leverage his relationships with pretty much any woman in his life to have sex with them. Okay, is my is my take on it. I don't right. know if that's like the general consensus, but I would consider that to be in a way kind of like how I have behaved and am, am in recovery from behaving in that way. I suppose is that is it a sex addiction? Well, I mean, not necessarily. Okay. I think I think that it's more of like a social thing. But I mean, if you wanted to be direct, like I would consider myself like in recovery from sex addiction, oh, like wow. as a, as per, like a personal thing. But I wouldn't necessarily say that like they don't those have to be. Yeah, I don't think they're the necessarily same. intertwined. I think fuckboy is more like kind of you know it's like a guy who just wants one thing. Yeah, you know, when his relationships with women. Yeah. Uh, or. Again, I, I, I'm trying not to be, like, too cishet normative with it. But yeah. for the sake of ease. I'm yeah, but it's just your be. lens. That's what, that's what we're looking at. Yeah. We're looking through your, we're yeah. looking through your scope, yeah. your lens. I like that you you are seeing the bigger picture of fuckboy. Sounds like it could also pertain to a uh, guy that is a gay male, I guess. A guy sure. that is looking Oh, yeah, for... fuckboy could be... It's just, I think it's just... A, it could apply to, like, any person, right. mainly male identifying, who is leveraging their relationships to have sex with people. Nice. Because when I looked it up online, there were a bunch of different things that popped up and it sounded like it was mostly heterosexual males that it was um, pertaining to. Who, who, gets the, who gets the label? Who gets to wear it the but, most? I would say I that's probably accurate, Yeah, <laughs> but I think that it's not necessarily 100% certain. Yeah, I think it's very open. Like A lot of these things are open up for interpretation, but... Today we are talking about you and yes. <laughs> let's not go in let's not so, go into the to the semantics really. But what we really wanted to know is like what you did, what you feel, how you seen the world. I mean, we can go on yeah. on and on and on about like what the definition is and what this this right. website says. Yeah, right. But we'll talk about you. So you you're you're in this place where you're like, I've done these things and basically the objective was to have sex. Yes. Was attraction any part of it? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, but I think it's really interesting because for me, like attraction is really broad. Like yeah. I, and I've always felt this way that I don't have like an individual like type. A lot of men or a lot of people mm. will say like, this is my type. Yeah. Like I can find attraction in most anyone for okay. the most part. Uh, and I think it's novelty too. I think there's an element of novelty yeah. too. All right. That like you, you, and, and it's kind of gross to put it this way, but like collecting. Yeah, so I was going to say Pokemon, yeah, like, like you want. Uh, trophies, <laughs> monster yeah. conquests. Yeah, 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 or Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Pokemon. 
Lucky pussy. It's a new game. Look it up and phone. What are some of the unique vaginas that you've met along the way? Have you seen a lot of? I've seen them all. Yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, I caught them all. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, and that's part of the thing, too, you know, as you get to, you, one of the beautiful things about it, I think, in its own right, even though it is kind of toxic behavior, is that you do get to experience, if you particularly are the type of, like me, where you're not necessarily looking for only one type of body or one type of person. Yeah. Um, you do get to see a lot of, like, and I actually would spin this in my own mind of, like, well, I'm just, like, seeing the beauty in everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. It's, it's fun how we can, yeah, justify everything <laughs> yeah. in our minds. Did you encounter anything that you're like, oh, I would, like, old you would be like, I would never like a woman that has green hair but then all of a sudden you're like banging a woman with green hair and you're like yeah. and then you see Greenberry and you're like never mind I want the green hair yes I mean to be honest the green hair would have certainly been in a point of like yeah I'd like to do that yeah. I, I, I feel like vaginas are like a whole like there's all kinds right yeah. like the different sizes hairs they're shapes. a whole whole mm-hmm. some are you know, super moist some are le- like were mm-hmm. there anything like that that you're like I don't want a real moist one. That's like too much water. And then like one day you're like, actually. Oh, actually I have, I have somewhat of like a funny story that's kind of like relatively related to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I think the first time that I was ever with a woman who presumably was squirting. Uh, and this whole situation was absurd. So I would, I was home from like a, I was like a holiday break when I was at UCSB and um, which by the way, like this is a, this is actually a great example of like what being a fuckboy kind of is, right? Yeah. So I remember like this week in a course of ten days, I think I had sex with like four or five different women. Wow. And like that's impressive. So yeah. it, I don't have that it, stamina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also kind of like like how many you've done? Like, is it part of like, wow, I did so many? Like, I got. Oh, absolutely. At the I, time. And I used to, this is so gross. I used to like go through my mind and like go, like, okay, this person's name, that person's name, that person's name, like counting it out. Like, yeah. these are like the body list or whatever. Yeah. Did you keep a list? No, only mental. Mental list, yeah. yeah. But I. I Do you have that? You have to have that. No, I, I gave up on it. But I definitely, it's like. It's like it's gotten to the point where, I mean, like, it's not that absurd, but like, it's like probably in the 20s to 40 that's a pretty big range or big yeah. delta for the two but yeah it's like around probably 30 40 people or something like that okay well that's not yeah. too bad no I feel like no, no it's not absurd but like I think in, it's not bad both of us are like I guess we're yeah whatever <laughs> oh yeah no I mean there's those people out there that have way higher body counts than I have but uh but anyway so to get back to the tale um yeah, yeah. so I was, yes, I was on I was on <laughs> I was on uh holiday break you know for for from UCSB and I had gone up and I I before tra- matriculating to UCSB I had gone can I freeze you real quick? You you said you went back home. Do you mind sharing where that is? Yeah, the San Francisco Bay Area. Okay, okay. Because a lot of our listeners feel like there there aren't people. They can't find a buddy where they are. Yeah. So it's nice to know where you. Come we're from. all over where the place. Where you've been spending. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, in this case, this. I mean, this was also at that right time of age, right? We're in yeah. the twenties, and everyone's kind of feeling like yes. you know, and they're sowing their wild oats and stuff. But anyway, so I was at this party, and um, there was this girl that I had always kind of like felt this attraction to, right? Uh, and um, and there was like a party and uh, we started flirting in the kitchen and uh, this is the, the gross part. I knew that the host of the party was like into me and like wanted to like bag me that night. Okay. Uh, and for whatever reason, I was feeling this other girl more. And you like, we... I'll get back to that bag. <laughs> well, right, yeah, that's the idea. So I'll get that one later, yeah. But I, I, uh, I ended up having sex with this girl in like one of the bathrooms at this house. 
and we were like, she's, it's like, do- or not dog, it's, uh, she's riding me. It's like cowgirl. On the toilet? No, on the floor! <laughs> ah, in a friggin' uh, no. bathroom! No, 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 no. Yeah, at a party! No, and, I've been to a clean bathroom and no. And yeah, I mean, it was like, it was, this is again, like, these are the, this is where it borders on, like, is this an addiction? You're, you're putting these, you're, I mean, some people are into bathrooms, I guess. They are fun if you're not on the floor. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like, yeah. Anyway, so we're on the floor, and suddenly there is like, I notice that like, my back is like, very wet. Oh no! You know when oh, like you, no. you're like oh. if you if you're on the floor and like your back starts like adhering Stop to the floor, like <laughs> when you like <laughs> like, it's, like like my back started to make like farting noises because yes, like yes, yes. And so you're on a oh cold God, floor. Yeah. Well, it's not cold anymore. And the best part is is that like afterwards, you know, we all we're, we're, we we finish up and we're like, you know standing up and she looks down and she goes oh my god where did all this water come from and i was like oh my god it's not it, i mean was it was it like a full was it leaking was the toilet no, it was not coming from the toilet it oh, was definitely because i could okay. feel it running down my hips like that was how i noticed i was like whoa like and it was again maybe she was urinating on me some people again people yeah into that that's not my thing does it, but, did it would it bother you to know that she was peeing in that moment, no. I mean, I, I think in that moment, whether she was or not, is irrelevant. Like, yeah. you know, but it's, it's not my kink, at least. Yeah, yeah. Well, and a part of the problem, from my understanding, is that if it's so wet, you can't feel. I guess so. I don't know. I don't oh. know if I personally agree with that. But I think <laughs> that's a sensitivity <laughs> thing. Lost, lost you know? <laughs> it's lost sensation. I mean, you don't, I guess, I suppose, like, you, you know, obviously the interior of, like, the vaginal canal is, like, it's got, like, its own, like, ribs or yeah. whatever. Like, you definitely can feel it. And if it is, like, really, really wet, then I guess you don't feel it as much. But, I mean, like, come on. You're inside of, it, penis is inside of a hole. It feels good. So you're you saying know? he lied to me. I'm just saying, he's like, he's like, I prefer having sex with you when you're really dry. And you're like, it's kind of uncomfortable. Here's he's some like, baby powder. I just can't feel anything otherwise. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Not my, not my experience. But like, anyway, so, you know, uh, we all, we get up and go out. And then this is where like the, the, the hostess of the party finds out and she gets all pissed off and it becomes like a thing, you know. Because uh, then she has to clean up the floor. <laughs> well, yeah, because we think like, we probably with our emotions didn't clean up ourselves, I and mean, we clean oh. ourselves up, but not yes. the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next person who went in there slipped, and that's not the only bathroom <laughs> sex story that I have. Oh, how many do you have? About? Well, I can how only many? think of one, o- one oh. other, but it's an oh. even grosser one. Was it a bar bathroom? Yes. <laughs> All right, were you on the floor? Please say Thank no. God, no. Please this is no. yeah. This is weird. Like it was more of like a standing from behind mm-hmm. thing. Okay. But guess what? We didn't do. Oh no! Lock the door, uh. and so somebody definitely walked in. Was that it. part of the fun? It wasn't purposefully so, but it, I it did trigger in me kind of like oh yeah, it is kind of fun. To do this <laughs> Get a little caught. <laughs> yeah. Um. What really led you to end up being like, maybe I should change this. Maybe I can have sex with, that's not um, hurting someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, it was honestly, I'm embarrassed to say, like a fairly recent thing, you know. Mm -hmm. I just turned 39 and I feel like... Happy birthday! Thank you. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I, I still, you know, I still have 
I don't know, the libido doesn't change. I mean, I yeah. guess it does as you get older. Maybe it's slightly less. Um, I was told that men reach <laughs> yeah. the, the peak of their uh, libido when they are 18, and women hit it when they're 35, 30, 30. and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think there is a hormonal basis for that, but, you know, like uh, speaking for myself, I mean, maybe, I, and I think of, with sex addiction, I, there's probably some science behind it, but, I mean, I definitely was like, I wanted it all the time, and from everybody. Yeah. You know? Um, One person was not enough. Yeah, well, and that's part of the thing. It led to toxicity in relationships, yeah. cheating, all that stuff, yeah. you know, and and uh, and you find ways in your mind to justify it. Yeah. Uh, yes. And and sometimes it even feels good, you know. I mean, there is something titillating about right. that. Like, yeah. Oh, know, the, the feeling desire, is... the secret. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, and kind of wrong, and, bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it, it it's 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 thrilling. Mm-hmm. You know, I think part of my problem is that like unlike other, I guess, but more traditional fuck boys, so to speak, like <laughs> I did develop attachments and like. Oh. You know, you were a bad pet. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was prolific. Well, not that prolific, but like prolific in my own right, and but still would develop attachments. I think that that's kind of part of the problem, though. If if, uh, if I'm understanding you correctly, meaning like you wanted them, but you, it, but you were still going out and doing your thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big, a big takeaway from the f boy world is that it's like. I want you to not fuck other people. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of, oh. is that the right? Yeah, sort of. I mean, it wasn't, to be honest, like I, there was a person that I was with uh, that, um, who I would, was not like in a relationship with, but I was routinely having sex with. And, and I knew, and in fact, actually for me, it was a big turn on that she was, you know, with other men. And in okay. fact, like I would have her like send me like videos of her with the other men. You oh, know? Wow. It was very hot. I was very into that. Absolutely. Oh. And like for me, like group sex and uh, and multiple partners is absolutely like a turn on. Okay. Sure. So it wasn't so much that I wanted to feel ownership of it, but like I, but for whatever reason, I couldn't d- dive into like polyamory. I just it's never, mm. yeah. I never like felt like that was the lifestyle I wanted. It, it just, it, what that turns you into yeah. is a fuck boy. Yeah. Because you want you want both worlds. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you want like something that kind of fits a more traditional structure, but then you also still don't want to feel and I think a lot of men feel this way. Uh-huh. Yes. Um and it's hard to find the right reconciliation for those those things. Um, and, and I've had lots of fabulous uh, weird sex. Yeah. Uh, and and <laughs> and there is a I think there is a psychological element of like if I don't if I give up being a fuckboy, yeah. you know, then how do I continue having these experiences that I want to try new things? And what if my partner isn't really into those things, you know? Yeah. And and even like if you're in a, a healthy relationship where you're communicating about these things. And I, I, I'm with somebody now and we've talked about these things. And I, there's very obvious things that just like she's not into. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and, and I... I'm at a place now, finally, where like I'm like I've come to realize basically what happened is I ended up getting married, cheating, and getting divorced as a result of it. Okay, so that was kind of your turn. Your it was a, well, that was like where I really had to face like there's no other kind of answer to this. Okay, yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. Um, and uh, and that was a real like kind of like come to Jesus moment, so to speak, of like holy cow, like I've really I've gone so far that I can't uh, I can't undo it. Right. And so you say answer to it. So your answer was to become recovering, to... To address it, yeah. To to address it as a real, actual problem. For me, there are people out there that they can... I I, I have plenty of friends who are, you know, in like a... um, uh, 
what's the word, consensual non-monogamy, mm-hmm. you know, ethical non-monogamy, polyamorous relationships, all those things. And that's, that's amazing and wonderful for them. I think those are really, that's a cool uh, reality that, that's becoming more accepted. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is that's my block, but I, I, I still feel like I want something more traditional. And that's where I had to come to reconcile, like the, the look at it as like, this actually is a problem for me. Yeah. What you need to change and how to do that to get what you actually want. Yeah. Yeah. And going through the list of things of like what could possibly answer it for you mm-hmm. and being like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Those aren't working. Yeah. We're going to come back to your recovery and I want to hear some more about this weird sex. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I didn't want to get too deep into the recovery. Yeah. But we got a caller. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, yeah. wow. So we'll be talking to Bianca um, and she, she's got a question for you. Great. <gasps> Hello, Bianca. Hello. Hi, Bianca. <laughs> How's it going? That's great. I'm thrilled to be here. We're super excited to talk Good. to you. As you know, we got Matthew Horn, a recovering <laughs> F-boy. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we are excited to have you. So, Bianca, when you're ready, feel free to fire away with your question. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, I've been dating this guy. Um He's, he's really great. He really treats me great, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, good. That's good. But, uh, um, he, he's married. And so he's getting, he is leaving his wife. And, okay, even though he treats me great, he barely has time for me. Um, and, and when he does, I mean, <laughs> it's just great. Uh, <laughs> my question, though, is... My friends think I'm just crazy and that he that he's an, a fuck boy. And and I think that he's just sorting his, his shit out, you know? I, I think he'll grow out of it. Uh, can I change him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, that's a really fabulous question. Um, you know, it's it's I think there's no one-size-fits-all answer to this. Um, in my experience, having been in the, on what might be like his side of this, uh, it, it really is actually an incredibly emotionally challenging place to be. He probably is really struggling with trying to figure out what he really wants. Um, if he's anything like I was in this particular case, I really struggled and I really did feel like there was a possibility that this person that I was like having this ongoing affair with, what really it amounted to, um, I really did care for her immensely. Um, but what I realized, um, and maybe he will realize this and, and this person and I did not end up together. I want to get that out there right now. Um, is that I was not treating either of these two people right. Mm. Um, And he may change. And you can, I think you have to, what you have to do is you have to decide for yourself how much of this back and forth you are willing to tolerate. Mm. He could, I think that if I end up with this person, I could have been a great partner for them. Mm -hmm. But I think what happened Mm. with me is I drew it out for so long that it was toxic to both people. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think that's kind of a personal boundary for yourself. I know this might not be like the answer you're looking for, but I do want to just be totally honest with you. Like he may, may or may not change. And I think you need to be the one to make the decision about how much of that you're willing to tolerate. And you can put your foot down if that's what you want. If the sex is great, if if the if the other stuff is great, because that was the thing too, is I would I would, you know, do social things with this person. 
Yeah. And um, and it was that was always great. But I think what I really realized in the end was that I had taken it too far. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, and I really hadn't been good to either of those two people. Yeah. Does that answer your question somewhat? Wow. Yeah, are you single? <laughs> I am not. <laughs> you have a lovely voice, though. Uh, all right. <laughs> yes, yes, that was very, that was very helpful. I'll, I'll, I'll journal about it tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wish you the best. And, you know, I mean, like, I, I, I wouldn't categorically give up on it, but I do think that you will be doing yourself and possibly him a favor mm. by being firm. I also oh. think that... Um, yeah. Your, so you, your question was, can I change him? Mm. And you don't really yeah. have a lot of control over that. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, and it kind of mm. even sounds like Matthew is saying this, is what can you change about you? Yeah. Yeah. And, or come to terms with, uh, really. Like, kind of like, what, what emotions are you actually feeling? And are you okay with facing those? Because ultimately, it's your decision whether or not you're going to be being the ping pong mm. woman or you want to be the main squeeze. Yeah. Right. And and speaking for myself, like, I would lie. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know? Okay. I, would, I mean, and to myself, I would yeah. lie. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, I, I I mean, I would lie to, I, and that's where I really realized where this was really toxic, oh, wow. was I was not being honest with either person or myself. Mm-hmm. And and truly, like I, like I said, I yeah. was struggling with making a decision, and yeah. I really did genuinely care for both of these people, and that's what made it really challenging. Um, but, uh, and, and what's interesting is this particular thing all started because my, my ex and I, uh, had t- talked about bringing other partners in and mm. like, and, and that works for some yeah. people, but for us, I mean, I just, again, I think I succumbed to my addiction, so to speak, and, yeah. and really started something that was yeah. not okay. But I think you're, yeah, you need to, or not, you need to, what will, <laughs> what will yeah. benefit you and potentially, potentially him is that you decide what you're willing to tolerate. And, and, and then yeah. being firm and that may change him, but that's like, he needs to make that change for himself. Yeah. And the only way to, to put that in motion is to, to be firm. Boundaries, baby. Yeah. Boundaries. How did you realize that you were lying to yourself? You know, therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to go to therapy. <laughs> therapy. I, and I guess, you know, ultimately the, the big takeaway, at least from what I'm hearing, is like it has to be you, Bianca. It has to be, yeah. you know, if you're okay with this, it's... it's <laughs> well, <laughs> Exactly, and, and, exactly. And I, I want to actually address something, too, yeah, that yeah. I feel like kind of... I mean, again, I don't know your circumstances. I don't know if, if it's an affair. In my case, it definitely was. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that what drives there's actually a really interesting um, book that my therapist at the time recommended. Oh. I can't remember the exact oh. name of it, but it's like it's like the um, it's I'll, I'll look it up later and we can share it and maybe we'll, we'll do show notes. because yeah, yeah because it's a it was be a really absolutely fascinating book about affairs and for looking from both sides and it it was a psychologist who. Um, who specialized in, in that topic. Um, and, and what ultimately, you know, a lot of it is involving is, is feelings of, you know, not feeling like, uh, the person who's usually having the affair is, is not feeling fulfilled in their own right. Right. Something that they need to solve for themselves. And, and, and after starting to see a therapist and and talk with it and that, I mean, I think I knew that I was lying to myself. Okay. I mean, deep down, you know, but I I needed to, my my ego protected myself, you know, my, my, and so I had to like kind of break it down. Do you think, uh, did the therapy come after the divorce or somewhere in there? 
It's a little, yeah, it started before the divorce. Okay. It was like kind of like trying to to um, to maybe save the marriage, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So it, would you say that your wife had a boundary or had to like kind of communicated with you that you needed that something needed yeah. to change? Oh yeah. So I mean, kind of going back to that, Bianca, it's like she's she stated her boundary and that forced you to kind of say like okay here's what I'm doing mm-hmm. and how is it affecting the people that I you do you love them unfortunately both right. maybe unfairly both yeah. um but you you forced you to 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 shift and then here you are now telling us about you know something that is actually really hard to talk about yeah because it's basically scolding a former you know a, a, ba- a, a different version of yourself and it's not easy to look at those behaviors mm-hmm. and say, like, actually, I shouldn't have ever done that. <laughs> yeah. And it's intoxicating. Yeah. It's really intoxicating. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the behavior. Yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's enjoyable in the moment. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. And then when it when you are forced to face the music, or face, yeah, you're yeah. forced to face the music, then, then it might change. But I guess ultimately you can't expect him to change. You just have to speak for yourself yeah. and, and, and ride the wave. Yeah. <laughs> we believe in you, Bianca. Yeah. <laughs> the other Thank thing you. I think you should keep in mind is that, yes, yes. the sex may be great. Mm. It may be amazing. Mm, yes. Wonderful. But you know what? There are a lot of other people out there yeah. who are great at sex. And I'm sure even reformed fuck boys are probably. <laughs> I think reformed fuck boys are particularly good. I, we are gonna get to that. I have a question about that because I have a feeling. So maybe find a reformed one, <laughs> or I don't know. That would be good emotionally, but wait until he's reformed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You might need to start a website, Matt, yeah. oh so that women can find the, the reformed ones. <laughs> Well, Bianca, we appreciate you uh, being vulnerable and, and calling in, and uh, thank you so much for your time, and hope that this kind of gives you some food for thought. It did. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> it really helped for me kind of get closure on the um, where you started reforming. Yeah. That was a big question. It was like, you know, what ha- what what are those rock bottoms, or what are those moments mm. that make you change your personality? So that mm. was uh, thanks, Bianca, because that kind of helped settle that. Yeah. But I know you have a theory on reformed f boys. Oh, and do their you? Sexual I love when you say f boys. I, I know. I know. Here we are like. <laughs> I'm like, I'll never say don't the F word like every other sentence I say it. Yeah. But in a moment, I'm like, I don't swear. Right, I don't so cut funny. my hair. She's a lady. I yeah. get ill from one cigarette. <laughs> okay, okay here's theory. my theory. Here's my theory. Um, it might have changed from earlier because I can't fully remember what I said earlier. <laughs> I'll try to help you if I remember it. Okay. So, I, so my thought is fuckboys have basically selfishly gone out and... Conquested. And, mm. Conquested. Lots conquested, of giant, lots of moisture. Yeah. 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 And, and so I would think that they would be great lovers because they know what they like. They mm. know how to get it. Hopefully they move past the manipulative, toxic ways. Right. But they know how to be open about it and talk about it. And they know what they like. Yeah. Um, which I think being... Going and, and seeking out what you want selfishly in sex is a good thing, just not in a 
negative. I think it could be a double-edged sword. Okay, you can either be really good at it, or you could just be selfish. I think. I think. I think that. Yes. But realizing the selfishness and like pulling away from that, and and being able to separate the the bad behavior versus the like selfish. You know, a good like take care of yourself first in the airplane and put your thing (laughs) over your mouth, and then your children, or not children. We're not even going to mention them here. the 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 the, the, the boy's like I always come first. <laughs> and, and you will. If you're I will lucky. take all of your options. <laughs> yeah, he's like if you use the same metaphor. He's like putting on his own option and then taking the kids next yeah, to him. Like, like more. <laughs> Can't get enough. Because you know, not everyone, not every male can come and keep keep the keep the motions going. Right. Like, oh, I'm sorry, that never Re- happened. The refractory period can be real. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I, I'd like to think I'm good. Uh, <laughs> He's like, you know, I'm How did it improve you? <laughs> <laughs> and I think too. I mean, I guess it kind of again. I think using the fuckboy term like more broadly like that. I think yeah. you're Greenberry kind of like more online of that. I think there might be some that are good, might be some that are bad. Yes. I definitely was the type where like I wanted to excel at it. You, you, you know? were there for so, their pleasure as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You know, and so I think there are probably certainly, I mean, you know, DJ Khaled is probably a fuckboy. Right? <laughs> we all know that he doesn't go down on women because that's not what alphas do or whatever <laughs> bullshit he says. But like, you know, obviously I... Very much enjoy uh, giving oral as well as receiving. If it. you don't give oral, I'm just going to blanket statement: you're probably not a good lover. I mean, that's just kind I, of a okay. I'm it's great. Throw it's fun. Thing. You know, some people don't like oral, and so some people don't like receiving it. You mean they don't like receiving yeah. it? They don't like giving it, and sometimes you yeah. like giving it, but you don't like receiving it, or you like receiving. I it, love eating giving ass. It. That's like I love eating ass. Oh, oh. tossing some salad. Oh, yeah. What is the appeal to that? It's kind of, it's, I think it's I like a deeply, I mean, like personal. Well, um, yes, personal, but I'm, I think I'm there's almost something very. Like, here's why you like. It. <laughs> I'll get to you, Greenberry, in it's, a minute. We'll find out I why think she it's likes something. Yes. It's something that is. It's very like almost like feral, you know. Yeah. Like, it's, oh, interesting. It's, yeah. I, the people might go into all like, oh well, you know, it's taboo and this and that, but I don't even think it's not about being taboo for me. Like it has nothing to do with that. It's just like. I don't know, just having an ass in your face. It's like putting your fucking, <laughs> like you know, just you burying your face in an ass. It's just like, it's great, you know? Uh, <laughs> I love that you're looking at me like you're going to convince me. And inside, I'm just like, that's good for you. But yeah, no. I mean, obviously, if somebody is... If, if I was keeping her bottle if, if I was with... And this is the thing, too. Like, it's all about listening, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. so much active listening and... and, and when I say active listening, it's not just like verbally listening, but listening to physical cues as yes. well. Okay, so you know? you're a good lover. We got it. Just prove my point. Yep. Well, I think <laughs> you, that's something your theory about... theory was correct. <laughs> that kind of makes me a bad fuckboy, and, and this kind of t- touches back on what I was talking about, developing attachments, yeah. right, mm-hmm. is that like, I think it's fairly... I think it's fair to say that most often, like, the first time you have sex with somebody is pretty awkward. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Very. Yeah. So, so... I just had, like, 50 things flash, flash through my head. So that's why, like, that's one of the reasons why, like, I'd want to go and I'd refine the skill with yeah. that person, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and I do think that over time, that does help you develop a sensitivity for different partners and, like, what different people like. Yeah. That being said, particularly with things like oral or, like, eating ass, you know, you do want... It can be helpful to 
talk about those. Get some feedback. (laughs) Yeah, and be like, hey, and that's about the constant consent and all that, you know, of like, is it okay if I do this? Uh, And um, it it works great. So if if you're not doing it, particularly guys. (laughs) Try it out. Yeah, and I mean yes, eating ass, and I mean constant consent. (laughs) Consensual ass eating. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we've had so many conversations on how to make consent sexy, and it works. Oh my God, it's so (laughs) sexy. I don't even think that there's like, in my personal opinion, I think just being direct about it is, I don't even think you necessarily need to be like, make it sexy. Like it just is like, hey, is it okay if I do this? Is it okay if I do that? is so sexy. Yeah. Yeah. There's something, it's the like, Ooh, do confident. You, do you like this? Mm, yeah. Just like, yeah. yeah. Like Straightforward. Yeah. 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 And then uh, you also like get the image in your head. You get a little tease. It's a little foreplay mm-hmm. of like, ooh, what might come? And then you're like, ooh, not, no, not yeah. the ass eating, but ooh, keep giving me <laughs> imagery. <laughs> Can I ask, have you tried it? Uh... A tongue got close. Wait, have I eaten ass or has my ass been eaten? Either. Whose ass is on the line? (laughs) Yours. I was thinking of you getting your ass eaten. I've not eaten ass. And um, a tongue got close and it was uncomfortable. Did it make you feel weird? And um, I did have a finger in my butt. butt. And um, I've talked about this before, I believe. Um, I... So I was with a guy, and we both kind of did a little fingering of the asshole. Mm -hmm. And... um, it came to a point where I realized that I don't think either of us liked it, mm. but we thought the other one liked it because or, they did it to us. Mm-hmm. And no, I, I, th- I, I, I never really, it never it did anything for, for me. Sure. It makes me squirm and it makes me clench in not a good <laughs> yeah, clenching yeah. way. Not like the orgasmic, like, like not flow. Like like yeah, like no, a, more of the, the natural, like, you know, I want like, to get away from you. Yeah, right, right, yeah, like squirming away. <laughs> Well, and that's again, if you notice somebody doing that, maybe stop doing maybe what you're doing. Maybe stop. Yeah. 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 Find something else to do. Which was when I noticed he was doing it, I was like, oh, maybe we're in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're both not liking it, but we're trying something new. You know what is funny, kind of related to that, though, is like I, I've, I've learned over the time that like I, while I do love, like, it could be very direct, like burying my fucking tongue and nose in an ass, I don't really, I'm not really into like anal. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and I just think that a lot of that, and it just takes so much work. Like, if you want to do it, if you want to do it in a clean way, it's like it takes so much work. You've got to like prep and like the people are like fasting or doing enemas. Oh, oh my god, oh, what a hassle! Yeah, you know, no. wow, that's a that's I, a lot of work. It is. I mean, and like for for particularly for, for like gay men, where like you know, I mean. I, I've I, I would consider myself heteroflexible. Yeah, I've I've had experiences with both men and women and enjoyed both, but like with with men. I basically just like stick to oral. I'm not really into like the the penetrative sex with men. Yeah. yeah. No. If you got if you do it, you got to be ready for the surprises that come along with it. Well, every right. the every package. every bottle and you function you get into. There's things uh, that and happen. And that's one of the reasons why I was <laughs> like, you're like yeah, sometimes you just that. get Definitely. tons of water all over you. Yeah, or something more. Maybe brown. not water. <laughs> Watery brown water. Yeah. All sorts of things could happen when you're playing with orifices. <laughs> Some people are into that, but that's not my bag. But no, uh, not not this guy. No, <laughs> not this. That's okay. We all, ba- we all have boundaries. We gotta stick to our boundaries, which it's important to do. Yeah. Yeah. We're coming to an end, so I just wanted to hear from you. Um, wow, we're almost at the end already. I know yeah. we've been talking. I feel like we barely scratched. The I know. We, I know. We might have to. I could do this for like hours. <laughs> yeah, we gotta have everybody back. <laughs> um, so 
I'd like to hear some of like your steps of reformation mm. and uh, we like to tell people how to find things. So like yeah. how to find a reformed F boy, like maybe like ways people have, could find somebody like you, or if you are going to start a meetup group, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, in terms of like, you know, steps I've taken, I, really a lot of it is just therapy, you know? Yeah. I mean, holy cow. It's, the best investment you can make in yourself. I mean, it's expensive. It's hard. I was lucky that I had like you know insurance yeah. that would give you me. You found a specialist, like someone who was like an affair, someone who worked in, with affairs. Is that what that was the umbrella? Uh, well, we started seeing a couples therapist okay. who was fabulous, and okay. she told us right at the beginning, like the point of this is not to save your marriage. Okay, wow. Very one of the first sessions, she said. Okay. The, the point of this therapy is not to save your marriage. The point of this is to help you to decide what it is you really want. Oh, great! Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And That's uh, wonderful. and um, and she really provided space for both of us. I feel like to to communicate honestly about what was going on, and yeah. and so yeah. you know, and it's, it's it's hard. Like you know, just find a therapist. I mean, it's not that easy. You yeah. know, I for my own therapist, it took years and and many different therapists to find one that I st- stuck with. Right. Not me. Um, I found one. I was like, you. Some are people are lucky like baby. that. Really? Yeah, some people are lucky yeah. like well, that. that me, it took a long time and many different tries yeah. uh but um and you know and, and i think truly like looking at it like and, and this goes for other if you're like me if you feel like you're, you're looking at your life and going holy cow like i'm doing these things and I, I i don't necessarily feel like i'm entirely in control of it is to really look at it like an addiction you know yeah. it's mm-hmm. that there that those 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 feelings don't go away i still kind of want to fuck every fucking woman i see <laughs> You know, but like you. Just I love have... that you just looked us in the eyes. Right? <laughs> no, no. Both of us. You, you, but you. We're all okay, just a minute. Just a minute. But okay. but you do have to. You do have to think of it. Like okay, today I'm gonna make decisions that are. And, and think about. And th- this is one thing that my therapist really said has said to me repeatedly, not just in respect to this, but to many. I've got anxiety. I've got depression. I've got all these other things that I sure. that, that affect how I uh, how I think. Um, and is to think. To, to roll the tape through to the end, mm-hmm. right? Especially if you've had the experience of, of leaving people feeling used mm-hmm. or unhappy with how you've treated them in toxic ways is to think about, okay, how did I feel the last time I did this? Mm-hmm. What did, you know, play the tape through the end? Because a lot of times what we do is, and, and our hormones and all this stuff lead us to go like, I want the thing, I want the thing. You right. know, and that, that, that dopamine rush or that hit that you get from getting the thing, which right. is the, in my case. Yeah the ass, <laughs> uh, is, you know, to, to then go, okay, well, I get that. And then I come and then you get that, you get that post, what they call post not clarity, yes, you know, right. where you like, you're like, oh, wow, now I have to live with this. Right. And then you think to yourself, like, do I really, before you take all those actions. And then two, the other thing, and this is where like you address the toxicity is like, I hate to say this, but like, I don't, when I reflect back on that behavior, I wasn't treating these people, these women, like people. I love, you, you know, I was, yeah. You said multiple times um, the way that you've made other people feel and how you're affecting other people. Mm-hmm. You've really taken time to recognize how other people, how you are affecting other people. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, it sounds like that's part I've of left your it, yeah, recovery. It caused a lot of, a lot of, of heartache or pain, you know, mm-hmm. or even just, it doesn't even have to be that severe. It can be like, you know, it, it sounds so basic, but like, you know, thinking about how so many 
women feel like uncomfortable around men, mm. you know, and realizing, looking back at some of my behavior and going, wow, I probably was that guy mm. to that, to this person mm-hmm. to yeah. some extent, yeah. you know, and, and then going like, do I really want to live my life like being that guy, right? Mm-hmm. you know, and then trying to make more responsible decisions. And, and again, sounds so basic, like treating people like human beings. Yeah. Well, that's the wild thing about it is the basics is what we lose, right? Yeah. It's like the things that's like, oh, let's treat people like human beings. And, but why do we have to tell each other that so many times? Why is it written in so, a, why do we, a lot of historical text? Mm-hmm. And why do we have to tell ourselves that yes. over and over and over again? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it, I think that so much, we, we've gotten into these validation loops, you know, mm-hmm. where we we so we do things that make us feel good and then we do them more and then we escalate justifying that. And that we escalate that, yeah, yeah, until we reach like this euphoric state of like, you know, and but then you don't, you, you start to be willing to let other things slide, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of how you how you interact with people, how you treat people. And I was like, I just don't want to be that guy anymore. And yeah. I mean, it's not so simple. You have no. to take active <laughs> yeah. process. But, like, that, I think that's hard. the beginning is, is making that decision of, like, I, I recognize that this is toxic behavior. In terms of, like, trying to find partners, you know, um, I think, and this, again, goes back. It, it's hard to give really good advice that just is real clean cut, but, like, talking about it. We don't mm. talk. It's shameful. That's one of the things. Is, yes. And is it's shameful, and and it, it is shameful to be a fuckboy. I think it, it can feel. At least I felt ashamed of it. Yeah. You know. And I have a wonderful, very wonderful friend who, uh, <laughs> who, basically was like, "Matt, you're a fuckboy. Like you just are. Like you oh. need to you need to recognize that about yourself." And um, and he was willing to have that conversation with yeah. me, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and I think, and I was in a place where I was able to accept it. Those are the, the two pieces of the puzzle, you know. But um, but yeah, in terms of finding partners, conversation, talk about it, and be honest about wanting to fuck, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, like I think that's our part of the thing too. So many men are kind of afraid to to talk to women about like wanted to fuck or, yeah. or women are in a position where they feel like they can't say it because they're too worried about being like a a, perceived as a slut you know what sluts are cool <laughs> yes they are I said it right here <laughs> on the podcast it's real now <laughs> <laughs> it is true and we were talking about it at the beginning of um we we're not against like going out and getting laid having a one night stand yeah. i mean i went through a period in my life where it was just like all right, cool. We're gonna have sex, and then uh, I hope to never talk to you again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you'll never see me and, again. Yeah, and I think. <laughs> or if you do, I'm gonna pretend like I don't know you. <laughs> uh, you can get uh, the song on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cover songs. Yeah. <laughs> Coming soon in March. Uh, <laughs> But I do think that goes back to, and like you were saying, and finding somebody, it's talk, be open, be mm-hmm. open about what you want. You're going to get what you want. You're more likely to get what you want if you're open about what you actually want. I have one more story. Yeah. Can I tell it? And yes. it's kind yes. of on that. It's on yes. that point. So, all right. I'm about to reveal something about myself that oh. uh, uh, is... Uh, His pants are coming off a, now. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people in my life already know this, but I'm about to reveal it in a way that is... Uh, much, Wait, are your pants coming off? No. Well, I mean, <laughs> No, they're not. He's the guy with two dongs. Did we get that on the podcast? <laughs> oh my god, I'm not that guy. But this is something that a lot of people wouldn't necessarily know about me when they look at me. Uh, I have three genital piercings. Um, oh. And, uh, <laughs> and so this was a long time ago. 
uh, and I, I was working, um, I was working a retail job <laughs> and, uh, after a day of work, you know, like I went out with some colleagues to like a bar and another person I wo- uh, worked with, uh, knew about these piercings and she decided that she wanted to get a genital piercing too. Like it was like I inspired her or whatever. And so we knew we like, this was like a little kind of like secret between the two of us. We knew about each other's genital piercings and it came up, we'd had some drinks and like we, it came up in the larger context of like, you know, three or four other people. And we were in a car and the, 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 the woman that was driving the car <laughs> like goes, stop, you have your dick pierced. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, how do you feel about casual sex? How? Oh. And I was like, talk and you can receive. <laughs> feeling a lot better every second, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and like, then we did it, you know? Uh, so, I mean, like, that literally was just, and she did this in front of like at least two or three other people. Did you, you all know? have sex in front of those people? Oh, no, 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 no. no. Then but I have dig done sex down. in front of other people in a different context. Done sex. Done, done sex. Said, no. I done did it. I done sex too. I've, I've, hey, everyone, in case you didn't know, I have done the sex. Um, right here said on this but podcast. But in that case, like, that was finding a partner very directly, right? Yeah. I mean, she yes. just literally said, like, do you want to fuck, basically? And I was like, yeah. yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> right and I think it, can, it can be that, that straightforward, maybe not easy, I feel like there are some complications. Well, I might have said no, but it would have been humiliating. Well, maybe it would be humiliating or embarrassing, but in this case, this particular person was just like, well, if he says no, I mean, yeah, probably what do I have to he lose? probably will say yes. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, you can even say yes and then not have to go forward with it. That's so true, too. <laughs> yeah. just you can you always say no. You, will. <laughs> you can always change your mind. We've talked about this before. Yes, yes. But that literally goes to, like, the talk about it thing, you know? Yes. I mean, it's okay. It's okay to be horny. It's okay to want to talk. <laughs> yes. I think that's that. the perfect way to end this show. It's okay to be horny. It's okay to want to fuck. I do. I already know that I have a bonus question about weird sex. So we're cutting off this episode, but you want to tune into this bonus episode because Matt's going to tell us at least one weird sex story. Okay. (laughs) So excited. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, Matthew, for joining us as well. Yes, thanks. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And uh, don't forget to smash that like button uh, and subscribe. And of course, just like every fuckboy, Share with as many people as possible. <laughs> yes. Do not disobey the F boy because he will come after you with who knows what. And we don't know what, what process he's in in the Reformation. <laughs> Check out our show notes because we have, we'll have the book that Matthew mentioned before. We couldn't remember the name, but we'll have that in the show notes. And if we think of any ways to meet some reformed F boys, check those show notes because we'll drop it down there in the show notes. Love it. And join us next week because we are going to have Kevin Allison with us who hosts the podcast Risk. Risky. And if you've ever heard that podcast, it is storytelling. And these stories are risque, hence the name. And oh boy, it gets hot. He's going to talk to us about some kinks. Yes, he's got some kinks. with Kevin Allison Mm -hmm. on our next episode. So check it out. Do not miss it. We have a Patreon account now. That means that you, yes, you, can be our pay pig. You can just donate money to us. You can get some of the BTS shots that's behind the scenes. Oh boy, what are we doing here? You'll never know until you pay us. That's right. Do you want to be a big daddy pay pig or big mama pay pig? Ooh, sugar, sugar pay pig. Sugar, sugar pig. daddy mama. Sugar and spice and all things nice. 
Marilyn Monroe said diamonds are a girl's best friend. Well, here's the reality. Money are a podcaster's best friend. And if you have it to give and you're enjoying the show, help us help you help us help you by giving us money, which gives us the ability to get into a studio, to make the sound more clear, to have people help us edit so that we're not spending all these hours editing. We're spending more time getting more guests and giving you more shows. It's your benefit. What are you spending it on anyway? Netflix, please. Spend it on us, baby. Yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs>